Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This episode here with um, Brandy J and Poppy J, I don't think either one of us expected. I mean, for the most part, I don't know if we ever really expect what we usually get into or talk about, but this right truly here, I know I definitely didn't. I know he didn't. And at the end, you know, it was a good, good rapport, good topic and good for a lot of people to listen to because I I wonder and I know that a lot of people can resonate with this here. So uh, just to listen in from beginning to end. And um, it's always a good time with, you know, Poppy J. And definitely, you know, your girl Brandy J. So uh, here we go in five, four, three, two, one. So how how are you doing? How's your New Year's? How's the twenty twenty one? Same as twenty twenty. <laughs> Honestly, no, yes. <laughs> okay, well, I mean it. I say that because nothing's changed to <laughs> in my eyes. It's still the same propaganda. It's still the same nonsense. It's still the same shit going on. It's still the same. Slowly but surely making it hard for me to even believe in the people that's running this shit. So it's just the same. Well, my focus is money and getting his land and establishing stuff. That's it. I like that talk right there. Land too, but we ain't gonna get into that right now. It's very important. I'll tell you about that shit later. Cause I, I have to tell you later what I've been what I've been up to over here. <laughs> but let's uh let's carry on here. Um uh, so the chitter chatter has been lately this whole co-parenting thing. We think we'd have it together by now. So some people, you know, don't like to participate or people just don't know how to just work together well, you know? And so have you ever been up against to where like say your child's mother is dating somebody, you're dating somebody, and at there comes a point where they know the kids, like now the kids have been introduced. Have you ever had any situations where the other party crossed the line when it came to you as a parent with your child? What you mean the other person? I don't know, like my maybe like my son's mother. Yeah. Cross the line by doing what? Uh, maybe getting too involved or maybe putting two cents in there and, you know, and mom not really, uh, you know, address it, addressing it, you know. Oh, you're talking about, see, you got to, I didn't know what you was talking about. You're talking about my son's mother's boyfriend getting, like, verbally getting involved or physically verbally like crossing any you know boundaries you know because there's always some boundaries and you know like when there's time to say like slow down or hold up how 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 long they've been together how long would they if i was with my sons if i was well not how long they've been together how long they've been if i'm set right now i don't give a fuck like the 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 crucial part for me was from birth until five that's the that's where i i want to make my imprint i didn't get to do that with my oldest from one to five is where as a for me as a father 
that's when the crucial moments is. I dealt with a lot to make sure that I was there for Jalen in the beginning. Where I could have been gave up and just let that bitch chase me down for child support. And excuse me, I don't mean bitch, but when I when I when I when I all my tougherboo times, that's what they are. Whenever there's a tough time and it could have been just not so extra, then that's a bitch move. So yeah. Let me clarify what I mean by bitch. You could be a bitch ass nigga. You could be a bitch anything. But um yeah, so now I mean, as long as they don't hit my son, I guess there's gonna be, I'm gonna have to understand that at a point. He they as if they really care about his mother, then when they see him out of pocket, they gotta say something. How you say it and the tone of voice you say it, and then how the child brings it back to you could be a whole bunch of extra shit. So you have to me, my son had knows every adult that I introduce you to could tell you what to do. That's it. And that's why I don't introduce him to a lot of people. Because the people I introduce him to that he should know could tell him, get your ass in the house, get out the street. Those people are that I trust that will not, that will call me at a drop of a dime. So I guess you have to allow... You're, I would have to allow my son's mother's boy. I have to give him a chance. I have to give him a chance to. My son should listen to him when he's that over there because he's an adult. Now, I trusting that if I don't trust that the nigga she's messing with is up for that, then my son will probably barely be there because she'll be into the relationship. So I would have just slowly, like, that nigga would have just been living with me and she could pick him up. Like, that's that's to the point where it's at. Like, my son is going to tell me everything and she knows that. So, and I and that's why, I, that's a conversation that uh, co-parents should have. Like, the expectations of the next person. Like, what you, as far as being involved around the child. The expectation is that if I don't let my son listen to rap music, don't bump no, just calm down. Like, if I don't let him rock it like regular every day, just nigga, 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 not, no. Even that shit that I did with the video, that was uh, the clean version. So, nah, that like those, that's what, my son don't need to learn that from you. So those are the comments, but those are the conversations that parents that are not together should have. To make it easier, that, that so there's not an assumption because there's a lot of if you're in a, if you, if a person is feeling a certain type of way, then that situ a, a harmless situation, a sign that ain't that serious, becomes that much serious. So I really think that communication is everything. Like I said, it goes for everything. I don't give a fuck what anybody say. You have to communicate because I'm not one to give a fuck if my son's mother move on. I'm not that baby father i'm not i don't want to i don't even give a fuck to meet the nigga as long as you know my son better never or my child better never come back and tell me after two dates or after three months of meeting of being to with someone that a nigga laid a hand on my kid 
without talking to me first. Like you could talk to me and then well, I'll sit down with you and dress my son with you in the room as a man, like to make him understand that I support this man. But nah, that those communications have my baby mother, my son's mothers know. Like I don't call my kids Prince as a tick as a nickname. I don't call them Young King. If, if, if I'm calling him as a prince, because that's the fuck he is, because I'm a king. And you're not touching my child, period. So there's, there, and this is going to ruin my son's, my baby mother's relationship. So this is the only thing that could ruin your relationship with this guy, is if he touches my child, call my child stupid or anything like that. Because I'm not coming to talk. So now you got to, now you, now my son's mother is in a bad pitch situation. Because I'm coming to fuck this nigga up. And I'm not coming. But I got some niggas that know if you touch the prince, it's over. So you just got to communicate. Make sure that you're clear where you stand. <laughs> you have to communicate, man. My baby mother know. All my kids' mothers know. And if they don't know, and they can say what they want, but my kids know, and if they didn't know, they'll learn. Like, don't, don't mess with We Are The Village. Don't mess with La Familia. Don't mess with minds. <laughs> but it's, it's, I think all that co-parenting is hard. So you've really, communication is, you got to make sure there's no, how do I say this? That there's no, that you detach. That's the only way this really could work with actually accepting that they moving on. Like there's mad people that don't accept that they, so they don't like a nigga or, or female because of that. Not because of anything about them, except for she moved on. So I don't like this nigga. I don't care how he talk, how polite he is. Anything he say to my son is gonna make me punch him in his mouth. Or that's just vice versa with chicks. Like anything your girl say to my child, I'm gonna beat her. And you be like, yo, for what? I already laid down the rules, man. That's like now. Anybody that come call me that want to hang out, they call me and ask me if I got my son. They don't just say, yo, let's hang out. That's the first thing that everybody, even my mans in them, when somebody wants to chill, the first thing they ask me is, do I have my son? Because when I have my son, chilling is not likely. Especially nighttime drinking, chilling. You know what I'm saying? So it's just understanding. You got to talk. Yeah. Very, very true. But what about in the instance where, like, okay, from my experience uh, with mine, there's there's no there's no attachment at all. We actually, actually, I've spoken like to several like. They would call me. I don't know why. I'm only in San Diego, but nice brandy, you know. Um, let them cry on my shoulder and shit. But the thing for me is, say for like how I'm the the parent that's there, you know, the ongoing parent, everyday parent, and that parent's somewhere else, right? And wouldn't it be natural for the one parent to feel a little uneasy to have um, a child to be on? Because like you said, you don't really care about meeting the person, right? 
But then when you're not even around them enough anyways, you know, and then your counterparts, like you don't know what type of environment you, you carry. Like you, you go to your, her house, you know where he lives. Um, but you don't know what goes on in the household. You don't know type of people are around. You don't know that other woman. And, and you just, you would really love if you could trust her enough to treat your child like uh, if he was her. You want that because you want your child to be safe, you know. But if you don't have those things in place, granted the distance would, would you know, be a factor. But for that mother to feel a certain way and a little uneasy, she should be able to communicate that to the uh, to the parent of the parent and be able to figure out something how we could make uh, make that happen, right? Because first of all, like you said, communication. Boom, got to communicate. Uneasy, right? What can we Shut your mouth. Right? Now, I need a little more clarity on that. So say for instance, all right. So my son's with me all the time, all the time. Dad in a whole nother state. You know, we would visit off and on, back and forth. But, you know, he was like, supposed to came out here. He was like, send him out here with me. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. That makes me feel, you know, and let's see how we can make it work. We're not fighting. We don't have to fight about it. I want you to understand. I am going. All right, I could go. <laughs> huh? Uh -huh. All right. Yeah. I'm going to play both sides. I'm going to play your side, and then I'm going to play the guy's side. All right. One, out of state, this is the key. This is some shit that's just funny. Once a parent, of course, the baby has So, so once a parent moves out of state, like I got a, my son lives in South Carolina. All this time. He's been out there shit since two thousand. He was born out there, matter of fact. So I ain't meet him until he was one, and then that was a visit, and then the probably next time I seen him. He probably was like six or five or some shit like that. Now, I'm trying to get her to let me keep him was similar to like what you saying. You got to be stable. You got to be this. You got to be that. You got to be all this shit. It was mad. It was a list. So, but, she, but it's a, it's a, one, I get what she's saying because when she, when, because I've always been in the street, you know what I'm saying? So I was a street nigga. I was in, I was hustling. I didn't stop hustling until, yeah. I didn't stop, <laughs> I stopped hustling hard once my, she moved back up here with my son. I was still doing my one twos, but I was doing it so discreetly that. And they didn't have to worry about it traveling through the town. My name, my name is always going to be like partying, mixing that type of shit. But it wasn't like I didn't even. My my son was in Troy. My oldest was in Troy. 
And I don't think half of the niggas I was hustling with or fucking with anything seen my son's face. Like I guard my children the same way like that. I'm in the street. Last thing I need is a nigga to know who my son is and then just walk on like, you'll take this for your dad. That's just how I think. So, but I got what she said, but then I didn't get what she said because despite me being in the street, despite us not working out, I'm the same nigga. Like how I talk to my son, how I guard my son, my house. Like I'm, I, she knows that. So make telling me that she needed to know extra shit. Now, if she, if she thought that I was a piece of shit, then she got to look at herself like she's a piece of shit because she slept with me and had a baby. Like a piece of shit like that. Like to the point where you won't even trust this nigga with your kid out of sight. Like that, and then what the fuck you sleep with a nigga you can't trust or have a baby with a nigga that you can't trust like that? That's me, my opinion. Why would you sleep or even once you found out you was pregnant, you knew this nigga wasn't shit and you still had the baby, then you can't be mad at this nigga for not being shit. No, you're supposed to just cut ties. Like, all right, cool, I don't need you. Fuck child support, fuck everything. I'm getting in the mud. Don't talk to me. You, he, you're non-existent. You can't say a nigga is non-existent and then have him paying child support. Because when I first seen child support paper, I was disrespected because I always took care of my kid. So the first thing I did was make her run through all the rings. Y'all need a blood test. Everything. Why? Because you disrespected me when you said child support. You know damn well I take care of my kid, bitch. And you the one that don't speak to my family because my family had money on deck for him. My baby, my son in South Carolina, never. My, my, my sister is in. My mother was living in Florida. My brother was living in Florida. My uncle was living in Florida. My sister was living in West Virginia. I mean, my sister was living in West Virginia, moved to Virginia Beach. He lives in South Carolina. My uncle lives in North Carolina. This bitch never once. She changed the number, everything, when I went to the feds, address, everything. So nobody in my family could contact her to send birthday gifts, nothing. But you knew I was a drug dealer. How the fuck you ain't think going to jail was a part of this fucking picture? Like, at the end of the day, let's be grown about this, man. If you know a nigga's trapping, then you know you're going to either bury this nigga or you're going to go to jail or you're going to be super rich and he got out. You're going to, me. I'm saying, but this is what I don't think that far then. I'm just talking now. So when people is listening and we telling people that you don't, you, but and this is the problem. These young kids is out here having kids and they ain't thinking far. And their parents is young, so they ain't thinking far. Not everybody. The majority, the majority of this hood is the hood for reasons. There's reasons you're the hood. I had good parents. I like the street. Once I went in the street, my family didn't, it wasn't no, get out the street. It wasn't no, come snatch me off the block. All right, nigga, you're on the street, cool. I respect you. I love you. You're my kid. You're my son. You're my grandson. I'm never going to not love you. So even though I think you're an idiot for being in the street, I got to accept it and, and still love you as regular. I still got to love you. It's like me. It's like these days, if somebody, if, for all the homophobic people, if you, ah, oh, my kid can't be, my kid can't be, I'm going to disown him. And man, my son is free will. Would I be fucking ecstatic 
if he decided to, to cross the street? No, I wouldn't. But I did everything I did, and I'm not trying to tell him, yo, women, man, I'm not, I haven't even done that with him yet. You see how your father flex. That's it. Who you look up to, your dad. So I'm going to lead by example. That's it. You ain't going to meet mad people. You ain't going to think everybody's somebody you should smile with. So when you got relationships like that and they distant, y'all got to, the couples have to like, everything is communication now. It can't be you one side. You can't make the person feel like everything is on them. Because there's two sides to every fucked up relationship. That's it. Yeah, for the it's two sides. The reason why they y'all ain't together is two sides. There's always gonna be two sides, but all you got, all y'all supposed to be focused on is the kid. It don't matter. Like you gotta give a person a benefit of doubt. If that means you gotta travel to Tennessee, all right. After the first travel, if you didn't like it, then the kid ain't going out there. This is the thing though. He don't live in the same place, right? Like he's not somebody. He's a he's not a piece of shit dad. He's got two other girls. He's a, a great dad. I trust him with his son. He's had his son before. My only concern is I'm real base. I'm real simple. I'm not difficult. I let him do all the the difficult shit, and I sit there and I'll be like, "Are oh, you done?" I make it real simple. I never put this thing on child support. Not once. Not once have they ever gotten anything out of me. He gives me money, and that's how we've always done it. Um, my only thing is just that. I haven't seen, he left when my son was really young. So we go back, we used to, we used to go back and forth. Like me and my son has been out there and stayed for like months. You know, he tried to get me to stay there. And I was like, I just can't up and leave my shit and stay, like stay out here. And at that time I was still in a position where I was like, that'd be nice to be a little family, but I can't just um, drop my life and just stay out here and not have anything and reside and, and, and just uh, depend on you because that happened one time before in my life and it didn't go well and you resented me i said i would never allow that to happen or make myself feel like that again i will never depend on anybody like that because when you do that that can really fuck up a lot because all the pressures on one person not ever doing that ever again in my life not doing that so i made that choice not to be stupid and then like think we're like oh we're gonna be in love and not doing that uh because it's crazy that's why um so it's my fault that that I'm out here and he out there, so I gotta that I gotta figure something it's out, basically. Right. And so was, I'm not. How is that your fault? That's, that's what he said. he said. Because I'm not willing to uproot my life and come and be. Oh, so all right. With him. Nah, nah, I'm saying. Nah, but that's what I'm saying. If I if I take say yo, stand fast, and I go to another city and then say yo, come on. No, but it's not. Now that's what I'm saying. So it's not her fault. That's what we're trying to. That's what I asked her why she said it's her fault. Like we were good, good. You know, like I was good with the idea of him moving on. He wasn't. You know, he still be trying to like get us together to this day. He called here because he never asked me about what I want. He tells me what I want. <laughs> and so when I tell you back, like, how I feel about it and I, and that I know we have past problems, I'm, I'm like, so we're supposed to just get together and, and make money and uh, raise our kids. What about the part where you like to talk to me like I don't have any, like, he talks to me like he don't have no regard. He won't apologize. He'll just talk to me in a certain way. I don't talk to him like that. 
and I I can't I can't rock like that. Like I'm not supposed to be happy. I said, what about my happiness? Like what about what I want? He starts calling me stupid and shit. Like you stupid. So I'm telling you my concerns um, about coming with you. And so now I can't want to lose it. And so he asked for a son to come out there. He ain't seen him for a, like a while, but he told him he was gonna come out here this time for real instead. He just switched up that quick in like months. You know, I didn't even remind him that he said that shit. And you, I don't know what girl you with this time, but my only concern, I have the same, Jay, I have the same concern with my sister. And my son was going to her house every Saturday, well, not since COVID, uh, since he was like, he's 13, since he was two years old. Right? But I don't know the environment now because it's changed. I need to know what type of environment my kid is in because I don't know what type of company you fucking keep. And that's how I'm always been. My mom was like that. I don't know the next person. You might be cool, but you might let him go over here. And that motherfucker might be funny and like to touch on kids. I don't fucking know, but I'm not going to take a chance. So I'm going to need you to make me feel a little comfortable with that. But other than that, the woman ain't a problem. Unless he's running her mouth, then I'm going to think that she's out of her mind to be trying to disrespect my son's mother right here. Shit like that, you know? I get along with his um, daughters, uh, his uh, baby's moms before me, we're friends. So we like each other better. I like her better. I like him. So, um, but we share um, kids together. Like, so why wouldn't we be? But that's the only concern. But my concerns are a problem. I'm like, why can't we work through? Yeah, you want to, you want to, that's not from knowing you. That's a problem that's never gonna end, yo. Yeah, and that, but this is where you gotta take yourself out of the picture. How's your son? Listen, listen, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. You spent, you did whatever you you taught him well for 13 years. Now you gotta just shut up and just ask him what he wants to do. And if he say he want to go, you can't quite. You, you gotta trust him. I keep telling y'all, don't send these kids out. Let's stop sending these kids a sheep out amongst wolves. That, nah, I mean, this no longer you. He's 13. Like, I That's what I tell you. This is this is when kids no, I mean, should have the right to make the decide. Like, what? He don't even really care, though. But his dad is... All right, but, but he's he still rolling with you. He's rolling for your energy. Like, now you got to let him know that he has free will. You're not going to be disappointed. See, that's the part that parents ain't really understanding. You could tell, look, I could tell my son a thousand times. You could tell me anything. But my energy says something different. When, it, when, it, when he feels the energy with communication, when he hears me talk to his mother, anything. That energy is still not, I don't care how many parents say my kid will tell me everything, they lying. Because there's a certain energy that certain things a kid is just not gonna co-sign. And, and when it comes, and when it, and when it comes to parenting, if one parent energy is like fuck that nigga, or I don't trust that nigga, or you ain't, if that if that energy builds up, he's never gonna just freely say, yo, I want to go hang out with my dad. Because the energy, because huh? You'll tell me that, but I've got energy from those. I won't have that. All right, so now, now you can sit down with him and say, listen. Yeah, but you can't. He, I, you can't keep a, you can't keep a man out of their kid's life because you have concerns. I have concerns. I have concerns about all my babies. 
just let me say this real quick. Let me say because I need, I really need you to understand the situation at hand. Because all I've done is try to help him to be in his child's life. Like, what can I do? What can we do to make each other? Uh, it's always it either jumps from me not wanting to move there so we could be a family, and that seems to be the end result of it. That's not fair. Okay, so now it's like, well, just let him come up here. The thing is that you don't give me nothing to work with here. I don't know. Like, I feel like no matter what, it's not about me not trusting my son. It's about why can't I get that same energy too to make me feel safe when I send my son across the fucking planet by himself. And, it, and the, the, the crazy part is that he's never met me like halfway. I'm always got to do the, the, the grunt work. You keep saying you're coming this way. Then you change your mind and say you're going that way. It's like, I'm always doing this by myself. I won't hear from you for a good amount of time. You got his number. So he's not, it's not even a lot of consistency there. You see what I'm saying? Where I'll go for a long time without him calling. I don't do that shit no more. I told myself, I'm not even going to worry about it. So I don't even get disappointed and all kind of shit anymore. I don't come at him. Foul. I don't even argue with this because I don't even have the energy. You know what I mean? Like it's not even within me because I did it so much. You know, but I can't tr trust that when sometimes I don't hear from you uh, or when I used to call, like you wouldn't answer. And and that for me, I need consistency. I need to, to speak to you. He needs to speak to you more. You just can't be bouncing or not be heard of for like a month or two. And then be Listen like, to what I, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm not even telling you that you're wrong. I'm speaking. I'm speaking from here from you. I stopped talking to my oldest son's mother as soon as my son was old enough to get a phone. Like, stop communicating with her. I've, I, I, I had only till he got his bank card, then I stopped even sending her money. I didn't. I haven't talked to my baby mother in over like probably. I probably spoke to her once, maybe once to verbally. Since I've been home from prison, I've been home from prison eight years. But I speak to my, that's what I'm saying. Once, once the parents decide to step the fuck out the way, let me build with my son. That's it. And he's coerced because she was like on her, her bitter shit because I went to prison. It wasn't nothing else. We wasn't even together. It was that I said, I, when you move out here, I'll help you pick, get your, I'll help you with the first six months. You ain't got to worry about rent, nothing. And then I get locked up. So she was bitter. She still stood out here. Her dad lived out here. It wasn't like I had to pay her rent. I was just trying to get my son closer to me. Still not liking her, though. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. She left me no reason to trust that she's even a good mother. You understand what I'm saying? But I have to believe that because she's the one that has custody. That's it. It's not because because I know I'm a great dad. I was raised by some strong ass women. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I know for a fact I've been, been changing. I'm the oldest of 13. There ain't shit that half these first time mamas do that I haven't done. So that, but me being in the street, they don't, people don't know my history because I'm not from up here. Nobody believes that. Nobody sees that because they don't know the family. That's why I say, so I'm wrong. For her, for opening the doors to my family for her to meet, even when I was in prison, and she just choosing not like I can't bash her. How do you bash? 
we men come up, it's harder. It's a little harder. It's a little difficult. Yeah, that we did some dumb shit. So we made the trust thing a little. We I accept all that shit. But after a certain age, man, mom, shut up. If you do sole custody and just let this man try to let the son just feel like it's okay for him to want to reach out. Like he might just want to reach out, but he might not want to because he know that you like, I don't know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying kids feel that energy. Even this conversation is that energy. So kids feel that energy, man. They they know their parents, especially when they was with them for the longest. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't with us when we were together. He never really been around us together. There's a whole story behind that. So he doesn't know me and his dad together. That's a good thing because we went through some shit. But uh, yeah, You're not gonna no, get like, it. No or oh, y'all have still you know, been together. He even like. If all the energy that you wanted, if he gave it to you, y'all have never broke up. I'm telling you, it's not about breaking up. I'm not, I just don't want to be with somebody that's disrespectful. I changed. He wanted to stay the same. He's still the same. Nigga call me a bitch and say he didn't say it. You know, I'm not, I don't, I don't have to be with somebody like that. It's just, it's not a, something I'd rather do. You know what I mean? I'm not going to let somebody keep calling me stupid just because your ass is bitter now because you made a decision and that's just what that is. But as far as energy, I mean energy as far as with my son. With that little part right there, any other given day, me and his dad will sit and talk on the phone. You know what I mean? He'll call me and then we'll chop it up. We just chopping up not that long ago. But when it's certain shit like this, this is just a little piece of something. It's not like we have a bad relationship. We don't get along. That's my motherfucker right there. He come on here. We always end up all staying together. That's just how it is. But we're not together because that motherfucker, he don't let he think he can make all the decisions and don't respect me as a fucking individual. Like I just can't get with somebody being disrespectful and disrespecting me and calling me names and think it's okay and not, you know, but then just called back and he apologized for all this shit. He's drunk. And he said, I'm sorry. I'm proud of you. You've come so far. You're a good mom. Yada, yada, yada. I said, thank you. I appreciate that. Shit. I cried a little bit on the side. You know what I mean? Because I knew he meant it, but then Turned around. Okay, I'm gonna be completely honest with you right now, Jay. So he'll have a. It seems like his drinking has gotten a lot worse since he's down there. Like that's what, and he even said it the other day. It seems like his drinking got worse, or he said he's drinking a lot more. That's not good. That's not good. Gotten a lot worse. Um, some. That's not. Some like I mean, but this is what I'm saying. So then, don't if that if this is all the shit, then this then that the thought of sending your son out there shouldn't even be an option. It shouldn't even be a conversation. You should tell that nigga right now. You're never gonna get. I'm never sending them out there. All right, but that's that. Now this is where I'm trying to explain to you. Not about it's not. It's not about the you. Cause that's what I'm being made no, to me. Like I'm doing something It's not wrong. you. This is what I'm trying to tell I'm you. Not, it's not you. And I'm and I'm saying this from I'm saying this as serious as I could say this, man. You have to let your son feel free to say, "Mom, I just want to go see my dad in Tennessee." My listen to me. I'm telling you, as a young he boy, man. I'm telling y'all was. I'm telling you, y'all women, stop, stop telling, uh, telling. Me, no, 
Listen to, what, listen to what I'm saying. I'm telling you from somebody that, and from a personal experience, mm -hmm. I'm telling you from a boy. Mothers, look. That's you, though. I'm not, listen, I'm not, you, you ain't even let me finish. I'm trying to explain to you from a man, because there's, there's, this is a fact. Women can raise boys, they can't. Because look. Go, listen to what I'm trying to let just let me tell you my story. I'm not can't, I'm not trying to speak for him or you. I'm trying to let you see that young boys as a as a young boy, as much as I as much as my mother never talked down about my father. My father wasn't always around. He was locked in and out of jail, had a thousand kids, everything under the sun. But I wanted to be with my dad. We was taught as, as what we was taught when we landed here, and that's all you know. Until, until you start, until you start growing up and start understanding things, that's all you know is to coddle, to cover, to protect. But you, this world is getting very vicious, and unless you plan on never letting your son go nowhere. You can't teach. Look, you can't. You are a woman. You will not be no, able not to prepare him for the shit he's gonna run to, across as a man. You gotta, you gotta send the wolf out though. You gotta create a wolf. My son, my son is gonna be a wolf. He's four. He's gonna be a wolf. So that I'm, I'm scared of the niggas that would fuck with him if he's in the street. To that point. Like, I ain't worried about him being in the street. I'm worried about him not doing something to somebody else in the street. That's what I'm raising. He don't even know it. I'm, I say this shit on the podcast. People laugh at me when I say I'm, I'm sending a wolf out amongst wolves. And I'm not sending the soft wolf. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. So now, now how, how do you do that? You, you can't. Well, you're going to move to every state. So you got to, like, he's going to want to travel the world. He's going to want to see things. He's going to meet a girl online that lives in another state. You ain't going to stop him from getting, you ain't going to stop him from getting no ass. This is one thing I can tell you as a man. And that's even, and that's even more dangerous. Traveling across seas to, a, to see a woman that you never met, knowing not realizing how niggas are in they towns. So the people who know her, you a new nigga. They can smell fresh meat. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, it, that's why you need a, you need a village. Yeah, you need a village. And I'm not saying that like in a bad way. If you don't feel comfortable sending your son, then it's not, and this is the suck thing. See, I'm speaking because I'm the, I'm on, I'm a father that's been on that side of things. So I feel I, I tell you the truth, it's shocking to even hear a woman express this shit. Because I only thought that it happened to niggas. But at the end of the day, you still come out winning because you're the you're the you're the you're the you the one that could say you're not seeing the nigga. Or you the one that that have last say so. I never had say so. This one right here is 50-50. I had to make sure there was papers signed. 50-50, don't tell me shit. I need to go through all the processes I need to go through. No, you make no decisions without an okay by me neither then, bitch. And this is what I'm saying. I fought for mine, though. I fought for the full course custody 15 days out of the month. Like, I fought for that. Because, nah, I, I, we don't, as men, we don't fight enough.
Like bad relationship or not, I don't give a fuck if you don't like me, bitch. That she believe me, the shit she did the first couple of the first couple of months when he was born. If I was the nigga that I used to be, I'd I would have dipped, and she would have just had to catch me on child support. I want to say another thing to that bitch. The whole fighting process going to court, those are just people in my circle that was like, yo, listen, stop acting like and, and these are women. Women was like, yo, go to take that bitch to court. I'm like, yo, I'm on probation. They like, nah, nigga, you work, you do what you gotta do. And that's how that whole shit transpired. But men don't think like that. Shit, men didn't even know that. I didn't even know you had to fight. He wasn't. I thought it was always joint custody. That's how. That's how ignorant I was. I thought men automatically had the same rights as women until I realized that ain't the case. You have to go to court for that, which is unfair. That's the, that just shows you how they be trying to fuck fathers and the black family up. Yeah. And take the money. Black people go for child support. Rich people go for alimony. <laughs> that shit is a different court. <laughs> and it's a lot. Everything is different when you start talking alimony. But um, yeah, that was uh. I mean, like I said, you shouldn't feel bad. You shouldn't feel you do it like this is what people don't understand. We do the best with what we got with the cards we dealt. If you ain't got a lot of big family, if you ain't got this, then this is only there's only so much you could do. And people who are trying to make it that they want to take all as women, stop taking all the 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 uh like no fuck the glory. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Stop taking like stop. Making it like y'all doing something wrong. See if, if, if there was a lot of honest men that actually took a look at themselves, they know I I did I was a piece of shit. I said it on my podcast too. I was a piece of shit. I probably was the worst thing you could. I I was not relationship material. Tell the truth, I wasn't relationship material probably until like after I came home. <laughs> I think I think until like 2007. 2006 is when I actually was in a situation where I was like, oh shit, it's not bad. Like my, like still with, still like not all the way in, but not scared to just keep walking in. Like it wasn't cold. The water wasn't that cold that it had me back up out the water, out the ocean or beach, whatever the fuck the shit is. But, um, yeah, I guess. I guess you just gotta uh, accept that, accept the thing. Mother, yeah, not his relationship. He don't have nothing to do with that. I feel like I'm failing as a mother because I, he don't. I can't ever teach him how. Nah, to you can't. That, that this is what I'm saying. You still can't fail. You're taking on something that you shouldn't even be talking about. You will never be able to teach him. Women will never be able to teach their kid how to be a man. You can teach him how to be a. You put the mother. The, my respectfulness, my way, my way, like I, I say bitch when I'm not actually talking to bitches that I think are bitches. You know what I'm saying? I would never say in the street or in their face, yo, you shut up, bitch. Like I, I will never disrespect someone like that. How I talk to my boys or on the podcast, it is what it is. 
but I wouldn't, and me saying bitches, so I don't say a name, but I would never do that because I was raised by women. I, and these were some strong, this is what I'm trying to tell you. I was raised by women. So that aspect is not my dad. My dad didn't raise the polite, uh, complimenting type person that I am. My pops, man, my pops barely spoke to a nigga. He was just all about getting bread and putting hands and feet on niggas. So my pops didn't raise the man come from both of y'all. But the streets, the stuff that you're not in, that he has to embark on, that's where the dad's supposed to take him through them walks. So this first flight by itself is a test for you, a test for him. And then you still get to find out because your son going to let you know what, what the temperature is with his dad. And if that nigga say, mom, don't worry about it. I'm never going back out there. Then you ain't never got to worry about it. But you can't teach him that that going to different state to state and dealing with it as a man. Walking through a block as a man and walking through a block as a woman is way different. I just need him to be able to have some like men in his life because that conversation might not come up ever again. So I can't even focus in on that because I don't haven't spoken to I don't know what what his head's at right now. It's always fucked up really bad when he calls here, like like just damn near sloppy drunk. So I can't even hold those conversations or have those thoughts. As far as me admitting as a woman, as a mother, I feel really um, alone. Like as far as I'm, I really feel like my son. He he needs that guidance that I, I watch it and I'm just like, fuck, you know what I mean? I gotta do something. You know, and I watch a lot of women that'll bounce from men or or, or put all that and like trying to, you know, be with men and, and stuff like that. And if that's was ever the case, it would never happen because I just I just And this is what I'm trying to tell you, you taking on all this this uh this weight. You 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 taking on weight that you it's, it, you can't do nothing about that right now. He's gonna walk the streets as he walked the streets. He will be a respectful, polite, well mannered, and then he's gonna get a taste of the streets, and he might like that shit. And he might be a street nigga. Like you can't dictate. You did your job. That's what I'm saying. It's over. As soon as he touched the streets, it's over. As soon as he get in the streets and get to shaking and baking, it's over. So you get his first piece of ass is over. Like all those are the things that y'all mothers better really accept that a nigga is going to be not really hearing you. He'll be respectful still. He'll have all the things you taught him, all your attributes. But he's not listening to you. He's not going to. He's going to do what he's going to do. And all you got to do is just hope that you're the, the, the way you taught him to be polite and respectful pays off. But this world is getting where that polite shit still might not matter. I mean, I'm OG ain't from the neighborhood. He's going to run across a good dude recognize a good young kid. You know who to give that pack to and who you should. Yo, go to school, nigga. Go be a dentist so you can, so I could get these teeth fixed. Like, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. He's going to run across those people by his demeanor might even get him in doors that what won't open in San Diego or, or won't open around the block. Travel, that what you instilled in him, that politeness, that matureness, that respectfulness, that how he that's that's his that's his uh that's his thing to sell now. Son, this is yours. You have this. This will get you 
how they say is you get more something with some stupid saying. I don't know what I'm stupid fucking say. More with honey than lemon or some stupid shit. Sour honey. Yeah, you get more bees. <laughs> Y'all don't know none of this shit, but this is what. <laughs> but this is what I'm trying to tell you. That's gonna be hand. You can't take that on to, on yourself. You can't blame yourself. You can't think you let them down. You can't do shit. That's you did your job. That's what I'm trying to get you to stop. That way you can stop saying I feel like I let them down because you didn't let them down. You told them how to be respectful. You told them how to be a man. I mean, like uh, clean neatness, all that shit. My dad ain't teach me that shit. My mom used to put my dad's socks on. My dad didn't even put on his socks. That's when I first be, he first became my hero. <laughs> I said, oh, you don't even got to get dressed by yourself, pops. <laughs> but yeah, my, 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 come on. That's not, that's not what, that's not you taught him what you're supposed to teach him as a mother. Because he doesn't have a father in his life actively teaching him how to demand aspect, he will automatically learn it hands-on when he goes outside. And it's nothing you could all the be carefuls and all that shit has nothing to do with that shit. Life experience is gonna be life experience. He's gonna walk up the street, he's gonna walk down the street, he's gonna walk in a store. He might like look at a nigga that he might like, what's wrong with this nigga looking at you? Don't know this nigga might be on his I'll chop you in your fucking neck. We don't he's gonna be okay. You don't even put him in fucking karate school. There's nothing else you could do. There's you can't teach him to be a wolf. Unless you're a wolf. And you are not a wolf, Brandy. <laughs> so don't worry about it. He's going to learn hands-on. You just got to... Every mother let their kids run the streets and be scared to death. Welcome to the club, Brandy. Let that nigga hit the block. Just tell him which blocks. He busting a lot of shots. You got. You still got to let him know. Like, yo, niggas kill over there on the east side. Downtown side is cool. All right. You got money, you got your phone on. All right, call me. And that's it. He's gonna hit the streets, man. And that's when he'll become that's when he'll either be right. That's when well, and then his walk through life a dictated he's gonna be a werewolf or whatever the fuck is gonna be. He might just be a gentleman like like wise. Wise is a sweetheart. He'll fuck a nigga up. He is right uh, now. But it takes it takes a lot for wise to fuck a nigga up. Me, on the other hand, and he's my uncle, and we was raised in the same roof. Me, on the other hand, it don't take a lot. That's why I, it don't take a lot for me. I don't give a fuck. Like, period. He's a gentleman. He likes to read. He's all nice to girls. He's in the anime. Yeah, you did your job. That's it. Stop beating yourself up. That's it. And to, for you and any other fucking woman that want to just keep saying you feel like you let your... And I'm talking about sons and sons because everybody think they could just raise these fucking werewolves or and everybody's just overprotecting and then when a son hit the street they be like oh I don't know why no he got a taste that's like when they tell you a, a dog get that first bite of blood he's never the same as soon as he go out in the street boy you ain't gonna write you gonna you gonna be like oh shit what this nigga ain't my son. He might stay your son, but he might not be your son when he come back. 
You'll be you'll see all the differences a lot clearer. So don't beat yourself up. No woman beat yourself up. You need a village if you ain't got a well, I'll tell you the truth, how these bitches got husbands and these niggas still ain't men. So I can't even say that. And that's just me being fucked. That's me being a hundred percent, just talking real. So you just need a village, man. Everybody gotta get out there fucking my that privacy shit. You just gotta create a village of people that you 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 know your kid. That's why I said I want some land. If I get land, it ain't for me. That's why I keep trying to explain to people. But somebody has to make this move. But if you get land, man, now you you pick your neighbors. You create your village. And that's it. And then you got men there and you got women there and you got kids there and they all get to know each other. And they know when we step out of this village, we a team. That's it. My mother says she'll beat my ass if I stand there and watch you get beat up. And, my, and that's it. Don't come back and one of y'all, all of y'all better have black eyes. That's in my head. That's what the type of kids I want around my son. Because I've been around the other niggas. And I don't think, I don't want him to have to experience that like that in, a, in such an abundance of just fucked up situations, fucked up niggas, niggas trying to talk behind your back, sleep with your girl, dig in your pocket, set you up. Like that, that right there, you can't have, I don't want, I wouldn't buy land and invite those people into this place. And that's all it was. I appreciate everyone that listened to this episode of the Hurts and His podcast. Um, thank you, Poppy, for always sharing your your thoughts and your wisdom. And that's very much appreciated. That's why I love doing this show with you. And for the listeners, I hope that you guys really enjoy the authenticity, uh, the authenticity and sincereness that we have when we do this this show. You know, I would like to say, as I listened, and maybe I'm pretty sure one day we'll retouch. The, the the topic or the issue. First most I would like to say that I was not talking about my son leaving to go live <laughs> with his father. It, I think I didn't make that clear. It was to visit. Living with has not ever been a topic for us, but it was sending him to be able to visit. That's a whole nother ballpark. <laughs> That's not ever been a topic. But as I listened to it, it wasn't even about that for me anymore. Because um, as far as safety and all that stuff, I, I still stand firmly on that for, for reasons that experience-wise that I know that that's important. We won't ever send our kids into an environment where we feel or know it's unsafe. Because those consequences can be detrimental. Especially if you know it's not a situation that is good for your child. But what I really horned in on that made me think a lot was 
that I needed to hear and that I wanted to hear and that if it can make you think and really process and value, it's about our children and preparing them for what's for coming forth in this, this this world because of course we want to keep them safe but we want to make sure that they go out in this world confident enough to know because they're not really going to know what's up against them because sometimes we don't know but we know from what we know that's out in this ugly cruel world and stuff that we don't even know and in these days it's crazier So you have to prepare them in a way where, you know, where they can see the signs, where they know, where they don't fall prey to certain stuff. You've got to prepare them. It's not ever too much. You've got to find comb, find tooth these situations. And if they don't know, they don't know and they won't know what to look out for, what kind of people to look out for if we don't take the time to do these things. So I'm most likely going to do another episode, I don't know what podcast, about time. We always say time, we don't have time, we don't have time, but time for what? We're not really moving and going to nowhere. If we have time to, to conceive, we have time to actually raise these kids to best with our best not just with the minimum but to our best because I see in this world people are giving the best of themselves in so many different ways and speak the best of themselves well we have children and they deserve more than all of that they deserve the best 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 so if you're giving your career the best then you better be giving damn near all your life and breath in you when taking care of your children and raising them my name is Brandy J Singleton yes I gave you the whole name this is your host <laughs> and Poppy J from a hers and his podcast. So keep coming back because we keep it one handed all day, every day. Peace out, people. It's 2021.